love it. This guy, he should be an actor, but he's not. He's a shot putter, a mustachioed one at that. Nick, Nick Ponzio. <laughs> Welcome to another classic episode of No Dunks, live from the Classic Factory and proudly a part of the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host today, mm. Trey Kirby. I'm joined by your host on many other days, Jay Skates. Hey, I'm not tall enough to uh, host this one, apparently. <laughs> did not meet the minimum no. height requirement. We've got the Mississauga mystery man as well, Tass Mellis. Oh, so many M's, I wish I was mustachioed as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just like our shot putter out there. And of course, we've got the man who makes the magic happen jd jd what's up Donald? hello hello what's no up, lee today he's on a different continent <laughs> <laughs> we think we think he's in a, egypt he could be in a different continent a uh, different country at this point but it's uh it's hard to say uh, yeah. whether you're part of the stream team though watching live on youtube got a little bit of a late start today rainy here mm. in atlanta maybe you're listening to the podcast later on a variety of services thank you so much for joining us drop a like Leave a comment. Handcraft a five-star review. We simply crave your engagement here at No Dunks. We need it. We need it. We honestly do need it. We didn't do a five-star Friday, I don't think, in all of June. Yeah. We're halfway through July here, so we, we have a full five-star Friday kind of podcast coming up, but a bit of a different show here today. Not much news in the NBA world. Apparently, the Lakers' big three had a phone call together. Yeah, sure. A phone call. Yeah, they got together on a phone call. Not a FaceTime, didn't send texts, a straight-up phone call to phone call. I heard it was landlines, actually. When was the last time you were on just a straight-up phone call? <laughs> I think the three of us did a three-way. I thought you were going to ask specifically a three-way, oh. because I wonder who did the connection there. Who said oh, that's add always, contact? That's always complicated. Because I, I think the three of us did. There was a possibility of us going to see a concert. Do you remember? <laughs> Uh, it was <laughs> no, in, I it don't. Was, it was in Atlanta. It was a sort of a. It was a business concert. What? Don't you remember? What does that mean? That means it was, it was Men at Work. We were going to go see Men at Work. Yeah. No, no. It was a music video, but we were going to go see the the shooting of it. Yeah, we're going to go see the shooting. And we got on a phone call to talk yep. about it. Yeah, wow. because I couldn't wait for a Slack message, so Jesus. I did the connection. Uh, so yeah, so maybe they're not lying, is what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe they're not lying. Maybe they got a big concert to see. They're in LA after all. A lot of big acts come through. What yeah. else we got in in the world out there? The home run derby was fun. That was uh, a blast. I, I have no a lot. Puns. I actually have a lot of thoughts on the home run derby. Yeah, yeah. But I'm gonna save them. I'm gonna call in to nobody. <laughs> <Call buttons. in. laughs> you want to hop on a call? <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Uh, unfortunately, though, that's uh, not till tomorrow. We got the All Star game tonight, though. Yeah. Yeah. Also, don't have an F1 race until this weekend. So, uh, no, no breaks. Yeah. Instead, we're going to rank some NBA players here. In particular, we're going to rank every NBA player in the history of the game who's been seven foot four or taller and has played in at least one regular season Whoa. NBA game. Okay. All right. A lot of people in the stream team saying, what about Hashim Thabit? Yeah. What about Arvita Sabonis? What about somebody who's seven foot three and a half? Too short. Somebody said, what about Thomas Bryant? And then I was like, what? I was like, hold on. Did I? I thought Thomas Bryant was like 6'10". Then this person had me concerned he was like 7'2 or something. No, he's 6'10". Mm. <laughs> He's definitely not 7'4". No. I'll tell you that much. So he ain't making the list. I don't know why 7'4 um, was the cutoff. I feel like I was on Basketball Reference uh Looking up Porzingis stats, most likely. I don't know okay. why. Uh, anyways, messing around with the height settings, you can filter everything out. Thirteen though players, seven foot four or taller in NBA history. Just that, that's like, it. 
Just 13. I oh. think if you go to seven foot three, you're getting a whole bunch more players. Right. We're talking like, you know, 30 or 40. That's too long of a podcast. Wow. But 13, mm. it's perfect. We got some elite players in the mix. We've got some great NBA characters throughout the years. And, of course, we got a couple of cup of coffee sort of guys. All right. We'll take a look at their careers. Okay. Have a little chat. And then we'll sort them into the standard internet tiers. S is the best, followed by A, B, C, D, and F. Just like in school, keep it super cash. It'll kind of be like a pop and packs sort of remix. Okay, why is S the best? <laughs> Superior. Yeah, and like, when did this come about? I feel like this wasn't around <laughs> ten years ago, and then suddenly we had this S tier. Oh, so, was it? Is it like a Japanese thing or something? Like a video game thing? It's is definitely it? involved with video games. Okay. It's definitely somehow involved with uh, Japan as well. Yeah. But basically, if you see people on the internet ranking things. It's going to be in these tiers. No, no. I, so we're I, I hopping don't. on board as well. We'll go through alphabetic order here uh, okay. through these 13 players because it kind of works out nice to get some uh, lesser names, some notable names throughout the years. So let's get started. Our first name, our first name, uh, a big name, of course, on the list of seven foot four or taller players, a Torontonian, in fact. Mm. Oh. Simbular. Yeah. Simbular. He didn't play that many games. So Not that many games. We're in the F category. <laughs> You're throwing him in the no, F no, tier no, right no, 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 we, we, now. Or we we're are, placing We're going to doing it. Oh, we're going to okay. rank them. We'll build the tiers. We'll review the tiers at the end of the show. So we just kind of get a kind of get our Simbular thoughts out here. <laughs> yeah, see, listen... I, I said F because. Well, you're probably right. Well, yeah, I mean he, <laughs> yeah. Bar- he, bar- yeah, man, he I mean, barely played. Yeah, but how many games being he, a Mississaugan myself, he's from Toronto, but I think we like to claim him from the suburb of Mississauga. Oh, really? Uh, so how many games did he play? Five <laughs> uh, under. Yeah. Oh my god! Okay. Three games, three minutes. Yeah, but. A career PER of 44.3. Oh, so he scored, Garbage got a rebound, a block. <laughs> People forget Simbalar was a bucket. Well, right. he, well, he was a bucket. Well, one for two. He was a bucket. Okay. Literally a bucket. One for two. Uh, no free throws. Did have an assist. Did have a rebound. Did have a block. I would hope so. He's so listed at seven foot five, 360 pounds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's a big, big guy. One of our biggest, for sure. <laughs> and uh, a brother who was NBA adjacent, Tanvir. Uh, right? <laughs> he was close, but he didn't make it, I don't, make I don't it? think. I don't think there's a Tanvir Bular uh, page on, <laughs> not bas- on basketball Not basketball reference. reference. Uh, but he was a Sacramento king for uh, a cup of coffee. Right? Yeah, um, yeah. So he that's was, exactly right. He was a Vivek Ranadive signing-ish. Uh, mm-hmm. wanted, wanted Sim to be there. Uh, yeah, Indo-Canadian, I believe, Indian-Canadian. Didn't get there. Didn't get there. He played like FIBA ball, I remember. FIBA ball? I think he probably still shows up I as well. I think so, yeah. too. Yeah. I think that's right. But One thing I do remember about Simbalar, you're seeing his basketball reference page here. Oh, 50% effective field goal percentage. You got to love that if you're Nate Duncan. Uh, but for me, Simbalar, I remember somebody had a tweet like um, once, uh, once Summer League was starting up. Somebody was like, who's the biggest player you've ever seen mm. at Summer League just walking around? And I think the question was pitched more like, who's the biggest name you've seen? But for me, yeah. I was instantly like, Symbol R, because we saw him walking through the casino. <laughs> right. That's a big dude to see walking through a casino. I thought, was he walking? I thought, maybe this is my bad recollection, but I thought he was sitting at a, a blackjack table, <laughs> and, and he thought, would still be the biggest. He was shy, and he was hanging out with another Canadian thing. He was hanging out with Anthony Bettit. Um, but, uh, he wow, was, what a he, gruesome twosome. Yeah, he was huge. 
I'm surprised he kind of scored one buck. He did do some summer league. Maybe I'm I'm thinking of the summer league. Well, score. yeah, and he played for the uh, Raps 905, the G League team. Ah, uh, yeah. Win a title? Uh, I don't know. He might have. I don't know. He's a champ. You're saying we should bump him up to the D tier here? <laughs> I kind of think F is right, unfortunately. That's I mean, fine. he didn't do a ton in the league. But uh, yeah. a notable name, at least if you were – I guess that would have been our first summer league. He was drafted – or he 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 made his NBA debut in the 14-15 season. Right. So 2014 Summer League would have been our first Summer League. And a great nickname there. What's that? Sim City. Oh, Sim City is good. <laughs> you want to talk video games? That's good. That's good. Sim City, an S tier video game? Uh, probably more like an A. Come for on, dog. Yeah. Sim City 2000, though. That's, That's a good. different story. That's a good one. Hey, is, right. is Brampton the same as Mississauga? No. Okay, because they're claiming them in Brampton yeah, that yeah, he grew yeah. up. There. I, just, yeah, I just want to get it. I just want to make sure. Yeah, Mississauga. He's probably from Brampton, okay. but everybody claims everybody. Okay. All right, Sims going in the F tier. Unless okay. you guys have a uh, any debate on that one. Our next name alphabetically, big name here, mm. big guy, Manute Bowl. Okay, oh. here we go. One of the great seven foot four or taller players in NBA history. Of course, Manute Bowl stands seven foot seven. A whopping 200 pounds for Manute Bull, one of the tallest, skinniest guys out there. And look at his list of nicknames on Basketball Reference. Ron Chegg, Newt, Iron Bull, the Dinka Dunker, Manouche, the Project, Newt Blockney. What? Rudy? Rudy? The human pencil in sneakers. I've never heard any of these. <laughs> yeah, uh, same. He's obviously a son in the NBA now. Bull Bull, as yep. you see there, a two-time block champion. He made the all-defense team in 85-86. Played for a few teams. Uh, the Bullets, the Warriors, the Sixers. And then he bounced around at the end there with the Heat. And the Warriors again, and the Sixers again, and the Bullets again. They just like bringing back Manupol. He's a fun guy to have around. Sure. Uh, for me, I guess you probably remember him mostly as a as a bullet for that picture uh, with Muggsy Bogues. Yeah. yeah. Of course, he's got a great six three-pointer game you can find on YouTube. Five blocks his rookie year. I guess people were probably just trying to dunk on him the entire time, and it wasn't happening. But Manupol is one of those uh, great NBA characters, much like uh, Muggsy Bogues. So I feel like he's going to actually rank pretty high on our uh, list. Y- here. Yeah, uh-huh. I think this is going to be difficult. It's like, how high do we rank him? Like, because uh, I was thinking about this heading in. He's uh, he's good. Yep. So obviously, there's better players on our list, more talented players. Mm-hmm. So he can't be. A, he's not S tier. But how much lower is he than that? I, uh, I don't know. He's it's un- that's tough. It's unbelievable that just you know being a basketball fan, you know, sort of at the end of his time and just hearing all the lore about Manupol, yeah. understanding how many points he scored, like truly understanding how few points he scored. You just sort of think, you think that he's he'd, right. he'd think he'd be around a basket. Trey just said he had a six three point game. Yeah. He had some. We- he's just got some weird, weird season lines. Where, <laughs> yeah. where it, it, it is honestly crazy. A career, two point six points per game, two point six points per game. But he led the league in blocks a couple times. Yeah, he had a ton. He's leading the league in blocks with five and four point three, and then a lot of respectable ones. He, he just wasn't great offensively at all. Wasn't good offensively at no. all. I mean, he couldn't do much. Would it be better in today's NBA? They would like he would he would give them shoot. shoot more threes yeah. at least they would say shoot him every single time, I mean the the stat is crazy three point three blocks per game in his career and two point six assists or points per game in his career, he's blocking three times as many shots as he's making <laughs> per game yeah you then you look at like his game highs on Basketball Reference 
In his first six seasons, he had a double-digit block game in every single one of these. 15 in his rookie year. 15, 10, 12, 13, 10. I don't think he's reaching S tier. But for me, with regards to guys who are 7'4 and taller, I'm going A tier from a new bowl just because I think, like, when you talk about a tall NBA player, he's the first guy that comes to mind. I got to go A, too. I I think I've been sort of uh, colored here by his, yeah, the history, the photo with Muggsy Bogues. But, you know, on the court, uh, yeah, I, I, I think more about his history, more about these wild, wild stats. The fact that he's the only guy to have more blocks than points in the history of the NBA. There's one person to have more blocks than points in the history of the NBA. Yeah, it is unique that there's like multiple years where he had single-digit three-pointers attempted for an entire season, and then he had some seasons where he was just firing away somewhat. I mean, not firing away, but... Uh, Relatively speaking. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's Manu Pol. Uh So he is, he's just unique. Uh, you know, before uh, Chet Holmgren and uh, Pokashevsky came around, he was the tall, skinny guy. <laughs> yeah. Close to under 200 pounds at, at seven feet. There's now only two in NBA history that are under 200 pounds and seven feet, and they're on the OKC Thunder. So, uh, yeah, he was, he was he's very unique uh, for his time. So, I yeah, I'm going eight tier. Can we put someone in a particular tier and then as we move on, move them around? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's here. fair. I think uh, okay. once we get to the recap portion, we'll take a look at our yeah, tiers okay. and be like, that doesn't make sense. You're thinking B tier. I'm thinking B uh, right B now, bowl. but you guys can put them in A and we can then debate when we get everybody in there and we take a look at it. I mean, do you think, first off, how old, uh, how tall, I should say, is his son? How's Bull Bull? Seven, two, uh, he's got to be. <laughs> uh, seven, two? Bull seven, seven one? foot two, 220 pounds. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then will Bull Bull have a better career than Manute Bull? I mean, it's not no. off to an incredible start. Let's so, see how. It, let's see his stats. Two point seven points per game. Point three blocks. Yeah. Step your blocks up is yeah, what I would well. say. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's All in right. the league a decade. Uh, yeah, he played a, a over six hundred games. It's just it's when wild it, to see like, his career high in points was three point nine <laughs> points per game. Um, <laughs> but, what a photo! Uh, yeah, the photo with him and Muggsy is just amazing. If you're watching on YouTube right now, that's that's just phenomenal. Do you think they're wearing the same socks? Wow, that's a <laughs> wait. <laughs> like, no. why would they be tall on Minute and short on Muggsy? Uh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I think you got your socks all. But uh, but hold on up. here. Like, I mean, how big were Minute Bull's feet, and how big were Muggsy Bogues' feet? I, I I'm I'm gonna say it's not as uh, <laughs> uh, vast of difference yeah. as their heights, of course. Like, uh, it's gonna be sizes. Yeah, I, think, I, but, I agree. But with it's you not crazy. One. I bet it's not. Uh, yeah, you can see Muggsy's socks are a little scrunched up. Well, that's what I. That's why I thought maybe they're the same socks. <laughs> so you're thinking Muggsy's are thigh highs if you were to. Well, this is if, like yeah, this is the '80s. Yeah. They had different sock sizes, I'm sure, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> not yeah, that many. Not they, that many. Uh, they, were, they were tubular. The bullets were, were sort of cheap tubes. franchise, weren't they? Uh, Those shoes are cheap too. Look at Manute's uh, right foot there. Yeah. It's pronating like crazy. Yeah. It's pronating yeah. some support. Uh, uh, according to a quick uh, internet research here. Muggsy Bogues wore an eight and a half, and Manute Bull wore a sixteen and a half shoe wise. Okay, well that's that's a, that's according to ShoeReference.com. That's a tiny foot for Manute Bull. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Hey, 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 let them in. It's okay. It's okay. You can be tall and have small feet. Uh, it just makes your ankles look uh, 
elegant yeah. is, a, is the word for it. Uh, so let's say... Okay, put him in A. Put him in A. Provisional A tier yeah, okay. right now for Manupal. We'll, we'll obviously circle high. back a little bit later. Our next player up on the list alphabetically, another notable name, Sean Bradley. Ooh. Seven foot six inches tall, 235 pounds, the number two draft pick to the Philadelphia 76ers. He was seven foot six. He was drafted by the 76ers. So shout out to Sean Bradley for yeah. actually wearing number 76. What a nice touch. Made the all-rookie team as a rookie? I don't know that I would have actually remembered mm. that. Led the league in blocks in 96-97. And as you see here, uh, scored a little bit more than Manupal. Eight points per game for his career. Two and a half blocks. So what are we thinking about Sean Bradley? He's right up there for me uh, for first names you think of when you're talking about super tall dudes mm. in the NBA. Storm and Mormon. Um... See, this is like this is why I thought maybe having Manupal in the A tier was a little too too high mm. for him because the, Sean Bradley was a better player than Manupal. He was, You're no right. doubt, no You're doubt, right. he was a better right. player. But he, but yeah. then but then Sean Bradley is far from an S tier type of guy. Here. Also true. So, yeah. So that's why he has to be above Manupal. And so wherever tiers they are, he has to be one above them. So I guess I'm leaning towards A tier. Um, do you think he was? Ha- do you think he was talked into being number seventy six for the seventy sixers? Yeah, like that was a marketing play. Totally, and that you know because he never wore it for the rest of his career. Yeah, so they like just demanded that he wear it. <laughs> yeah, switched <laughs> to forty five with the Nets and then uh, forty four for the rest of his career after yeah. that with Dallas. So yeah, yeah I think one hundred percent they're like. <laughs> It's the only number we got left. <laughs> Works perfect for yeah, you, actually. But it was like we're we're gonna like the photos are gonna look great. We're gonna sell so many tickets. People are gonna be so interested in see you. You're obviously a high draft pick. Uh, anyway. People are gonna love that jersey. People are gonna just want the jersey of the tallest, skinniest guy we got but around. In, in, all, in all honesty, the, he had seasons where he's averaging like 13 and eight with leading the league in blocks. Of course, like that that's good. That's really good. That he had a good. very very long career. Um, so he's above Manupal, so I guess I have him as in the A tier right now. I hear what you're saying, that you want to put him above Manupal. Uh, he was a better player. I hear what you're saying. But the the name recognition for Manupal, uh, the the body type, I think elevates him, even if they're in the same. Sean Bradley in, was in Space Jam. Sean Bradley was in Come Space Jam. Come on, that actually, man. That actually helps. Um, yeah, you forgot about him in Space Jam. Uh, yeah. uh, listen, sure perfect anything. timing for for him. <laughs> yeah, it was perfect timing. I don't even, I don't know if he was talked into wearing seventy six. I think maybe he, you know, like like a dunker at the beginning of his career. He's like, I want to be known for being seven foot six, and then afterwards you're sort of like Zach Levine, like I want to be known for being a basketball player. Uh, so maybe he changed it up. But anyway, um, he was a, he was a talented dude. I think I think. History doesn't treat him well as well as Manute Bull, for instance, because you know you think of Tracy McGrady dunking on him. Mm-hmm. That's one of the memories I have of Sean Bradley. Uh, but just a good dude. I think everybody loved being his teammate. Sort of the same length of career, um, pretty close, anyways. Uh, Twelve years to uh, uh, to Manute Bull. Better offensively, blocked a ton of shots, so he should be above him. Uh, but I think I would put him in the same category. And uh, yeah. Uh, uh, an accident afterwards, oh, uh, a terrible accident yeah. while I was riding a bike. Mm-hmm. It's on SI.com. Great article there. Uh, he was paralyzed um, yeah. after after his career riding his bike uh, in Utah, the Storm of Mormon, uh, unfortunately. Uh, so that was, that was a very, very tough read. I read that recently. Mm-hmm. Good, good dude, though. And, uh, you know, he's got to be up there. 
in terms of the the giants in this game, for sure. Whether it's A, whether it's S, where are you putting them? You make some good points, Skeets. I do feel like Manute Bull and Sean Bradley are in the same tier, wherever they may be. And to me, Sean Bradley doesn't necessarily reach A tier. I feel like uh, Manute Bull has more of a cultural impact. Yeah. He supposedly invented the phrase, my bad, which is incredible. Like he, Instead <laughs> of saying my fault, true. I started saying my bad. Now everybody says that. Maybe MB, Manute Bull, yeah. my bad. Because yeah, wow. his English was limited, maybe. Uh, um, yeah. But he gets the credit for that. That being said, I'm willing to bump Manute Bull down one tier to B tier. I think that they, Bradley and Bull are in the B tier. Oh, oh interesting. Okay, yeah. you, want, you want them both in the same tier. I mm. think they're in the same tier because I got Manute Bull as cooler, but I got Sean Bradley as better. Yeah. So they join right there. Okay. They join right there right. in the B tier. Maybe the, I'm going. The, you know, the stream team's uh, weighing in here as well. They're, they're looking be. ahead, too, at other names, but... Uh, yeah, don't jump the gun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Got a lot of big fellas to talk about, including this next, alphabetically, a seven foot four, two 275-pound gentleman, Mark Eaton, a one-time All-Star, four-time block champ, five-time All-Defense, two-time Defensive Player of the Year, drafted in the fifth round and then <laughs> the fourth round in different different drafts, very strange to me. Drafted in 1979 and also drafted in 1982. I think he was like a mechanic or something like that <laughs> when he was discovered by UCLA. Like, can you imagine a seven foot four guy working on your car? You show up. Uh, sorry, I gotta get uh, I gotta get my tires changed. It's the tallest guy you've ever seen, just <laughs> yeah. carrying a tire. I mean, around. it would actually be when they put the car up. Like at the at the auto shop, like that would be good for him. Every every mechanic shop should probably have a seven foot four guy. Yeah, easy to reach the pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right, that other stuff. Yeah, like at least sliding under the car. Ooh, yeah, be, could even fit. Could <laughs> yeah, even fit under a normal car. I'll tell you what, he definitely wasn't the guy who would like drive the car from the back lot into the thing because like there's no way he's fitting in your front seat. Or if he does, he he may have broken it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're uh, yeah. You're right. They, uh, they, he's always putting the seat back every time you get in. You're like, oh, God. Yep. Okay, but he was good. He was good. Six points per game for his career. Three and a half blocks per game. Topping out in the 84-85 season. 5.6 blocks per game. This was literally the era of we're finding the biggest guy we can. Yep. We're going to station him near the rim. And good luck trying to score around him because nobody had figured out how to shoot from farther than 18 feet away at that point. But <laughs> shout out to the Jazz they hit on this strategy in the 1980s, and they're like, we're just going to keep doing it for the next 30 or 40 years. They tried it with the tag. It didn't work out. But pretty good stuff for Rudy Gobert. Maybe they'll get Victor Wembanyama eventually in the future. Mark Eaton, uh, culturally, he's definitely behind Banute Bull and Mark Bradley. Uh, Mark Bradley. Sean Bradley yep. to me. Uh, so I'm probably – but – I don't know. He's probably a better player than both of those yeah, guys. Yeah, he was an all-star. Yeah. He, this is the problem. He's a little bit before our time, too. Yep. Mark Eaton is, um, like, when we were, like, really, really getting into the NBA. But, yeah, he to make an all-star team, to do all the, all the accolades, have a very long career, I think he's a motivational speaker now, too. It'd be fun to go see him. He just uh, recently passed away last did, year. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yep. goodness. I didn't yep. know that. Yep. Hey, was, this is sad. All these sudden, big guys yeah. are gone. It was yep. sudden, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, he was. Uh, yeah, he's better. He's better than those guys. Uh, career-wise. Career-wise, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, y- you ask a lot of, like, casual NBA fans who he is. Are they going to be able to, like, pull the name? Like, what team he played for? I don't know. I think being a one-team uh, player certainly helps. He's a jazz legend, you know? Yeah. That's definitely... 
if you know the jazz in the 80s and 90s, you got to know Mark Eaton, probably number three after Stockton and Malone. Uh, unfortunately, I guess for him, I guess you would say is that the jazz went further as soon as he retired from the team. And, you know, they were able to <laughs> grab Greg Ostertag and just went to the NBA Finals a couple of times. But Mark Eaton, honestly, I'm kind of feeling B tier for him as well. I think he's right there with Bull and Bradley because he's such a better player than both of those Maybe I'm just being a little stingy with the A tier here, though. Yeah, it's all right. We can rejumble a a little bit later on. Uh, But he, yeah, he had his role and he played it extremely well. Those numbers, as you said, Skates, we got into the game a little later. It's hard to wrap your head around guys blocking shots like four and five blocks per game. Yeah. Because now what leads the league? Like, three would be great. You're laughing if you get to three, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But he was very, very, very good in his role. Um, But yeah, culturally. Yeah, unless you're a Jazz fan, I think. He falls behind both those guys, I, I would say. Yeah, Leader in blocks per game this year, Jaron Jackson Jr., 2.3. Yeah, wow. wow. Yeah. Almost three times as many blocks <laughs> per game for Mark Eaton back in the day. Underrated part, too, having a look at his basketball reference page. For a guy his size, seven foot four, just a giant of a dude. When we get to these guys that are huge, I mean, like... Injury always is a concern, like because just yep. pure size of them and the like, just uh, the amount of weight on their legs and stuff like that, and moving around in a in a very mobile game. He played eighty one games in his rookie season. 82, 82, 80, 79, 82, 82, 82, 80, 81, and then in his final season, sixty four games there in ninety two, ninety three for the Jazz. How many? That's like he missed like a handful of games. That's not bad. In a, yeah. in a in basically a ten year career for a guy that big, that is incredible. So, um, yeah, I'm high on Mark Eaton. I'm a I'm a I'm an eight an A list an A tier. A list Eaton. Yep. Yep. Yeah, he was. Uh, I guess he was a young player. He had young legs because he got into the NBA pretty late. He was what. 26, I think, just looking at that. So maybe his legs uh, stayed young. You know those dumb questions on uh, Google? You know, you you start putting a word in and then, you know, populate some dumb question. At least for Mark Eaton, this one one makes sense. Why was Mark Eaton drafted twice? That that was the first thing that popped up. Uh, uh, He he, he re-entered the draft. He wanted to go back to play college basketball and develop (laughs) his game. And it worked. It worked really, really well. Uh, so he was redrafted after. So high the crazy school. part about that is that the Suns, who you said drafted him first, like they don't get to keep yeah, his draft nope. rights. They're like, yeah. nah, like nope. nah, I don't want to play for you. I'm going back to school. Yeah, it wouldn't happen now no. because you can get paid mm-hmm. right away. But uh, it was different back then. I guess, I guess working on a car paid well back then. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> they're breaking down all the time. Back then. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Terrible components. All right, A tier for Mark Eaton. I guess he was a two-time Defensive Player of the Year. That's a, those are major awards. Those are major and awards. an all-star. First all-star we got here. So First all-star we list. got. Okay, he averaged 10, uh, 11 rebounds per game, and then you said almost six blocks per game. That's like that's a crazy stat that's good. line. That's good. So I saw he had four triple doubles in the season. I'm assuming it's all blocks. Blocks. Yeah, because yeah, he definitely had uh, double-digit block games. All right, all right, Mark Eaton. <laughs> all right, Mark Eaton. More like Mark A tier. Nice. <laughs> All right, our first, uh, our first current player, uh, I think current player. He was definitely at summer league. He played in the NBA last year, but we'll see how much longer he sticks around. Taco Fall, seven foot six, on the on the ruler, three hundred and eleven pounds on the scale, rocking ninety nine everywhere he goes. Thirty seven games in his career so far for Taco Fall. You know, he's averaging 0.8 blocks per game, 2.2 points per game. But what about his per 36 minutes? Oh, you want to check his 
per 36. They're looking good. All right, per 36, 12.9 points per game and 4.7 blocks per game. So if oh, yeah. you can get to 36 minutes. Yeah. We're talking Super eating star. numbers. Yeah, we're talking uh we're talking eating numbers. He's definitely more in uh, the notable names list. Yes. Uh, I think the notable players list. I'll start the bidding <laughs> at C tier. And honestly, you can talk me down from here. I'll talk you down to yeah. a D. What has he done? What is he going to do? He's got a great name. Seems like he's a great personality. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't see a long career for Taco Fall here. So. Every team needs uh, somebody to guard the inbounder on the last play of the game. <laughs> That's true. That seems to be his specialty right now. They're like, sorry, they're going to try and throw an alley-oop. Go stand by the inbounder. Yeah. Born too late, Taco Fall. That's probably true. <laughs> a decade earlier, things would be different, probably. but they, the game's a little too quick for him. Uh, it's it's just it doesn't work out for him because he's a skilled guy, and every time you see him on the floor, he is pretty skilled. Is there any other... Memory, there's there's a couple memories of Taco Fall doing. He had like stuff. a crossover. The crossover, yeah, I guess that's <laughs> like what I'm thinking. Ago, of. Think. The number one memory yeah. for me with Taco Fall is literally uh, was it was it a playoff game that he was sitting in front of a you know a short woman <laughs> and they gave her like some uh, padding to like lift her up behind uh, yeah. him. Yes, that was recent. I think it was in this last playoff or this season. He was a Cavalier. Yeah. Uh, so they would have had a at least playoff a play-in game. game, right? Well, but he was no he was in, in yeah. the crowd. Oh, he's just hanging out. Yeah, he was like a fan. <laughs> I think he does. Maybe you know. I think he is like probably like a good ambassador for yeah. the league. I feel like yeah, he's sort of like leaning into that role. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, look where that yeah. was. He was definitely sitting baseline. He wasn't on the Celtics. bench. So <laughs> he was just out of basketball. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> you're exactly right. Seven six. I thought he was a seven seven guy too. I don't know why, uh, but seven six. Uh, yeah, on the ruler, as you said. You don't hear that too often. <laughs> Seven six on the ruler. Well, what do they call the what, measuring stick? I guess if you go and get a physical, what is that thing? <laughs> it is a a very no tall idea. ruler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but here's Taco Fall sitting in front of uh, a much shorter woman during a Milwaukee Bucks Boston yeah. Celtics game. I yeah. assume still a pretty big legend uh, for the Boston Celtics. Yeah, where he got. So- Start there. That's what I think. He's beloved. Uh, beloved for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was this season, uh, it appears to be. <laughs> oh, my God. You imagine. imagine. Uh, you'd be so mad. Oh, uh, yeah. That's like basically like, you know, getting the, the, the cheap baseball seat that's right behind the foul pole or like a concrete, like, uh, you know, support beam. Yeah. You're like, oh, man. Like he's a human equivalent of one of those things. So, but I do remember her, them giving her. Uh, some padding. I don't think it helped much. Like, quick shout out though. I like this guy here. He's like, yeah, <laughs> looks like Todd. <laughs> you guys got a bit of a Todd look <laughs> for sure. All right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, see, she's sitting on the stuff there. Yeah, she wasn't too upset about it. Must uh, did the Celtics win this game? Game uh, game five. Game five. Mm. Or did they go down? That was the one they lost. Yeah, yeah, home, they right? yeah. They went down 3-2. <laughs> That's a great photo. Awesome I've seen that one. All right, so Taco hanging in the D. I'm yeah, going hang, D. Hang out I'm going D. D. Yeah, I think that's fair. All right, next, probably my favorite name to say on this list, an Illinois boy from back in the day standing seven foot four on the ruler, 325 pounds. <laughs> oh, that's big. <laughs> on the scale, Priest Lauderdale. Oh, there it is. Good name. Priest Lauderdale. What a great name. 74 games in the NBA, averaged 3.4 points per game. Always love to check out the blocks. 0.4 blocks per game. Had a season with the Hawks. Had a season with the Denver Nuggets. 
I always like to say that uh, Priest Lauderdale wore the biggest shorts in NBA history. <laughs> TJ Ford uh, would like to have a word. Yeah, see, that. that's the thing to me is that TJ Ford shorts are probably the same like size short that Priest Lauderdale wore because he was there in like the baggiest era, era of the yeah. NBA and being one of the tallest guys. That's a lot of fabric. Yeah. That's a whole lot of fabric. But, um, you know, Priest Lauderdale, not that many notable moments oh in the God. NBA. I couldn't tell you one Priest yeah. Lauderdale, like, highlight or even low light of him playing. Yeah, certainly like, Do not. you have anything? That was the first thing I had heard about him. Priest Lauderdale <laughs> wore the same shorts as TJ Ford. Uh, Probably, yeah. And the same socks as Muggsy Bogues and Manupal. Uh, no, I, I do not remember... I, I didn't even remember he played a season for the Nuggets, like after the Same. Hawks. I had yep. no clue about that. I just remember him in a Hawks jersey, see him as a number one or first round pick. It was like late in the first round, I think, and that's it. And he's like, what's with all these big guys having cool names, though? There's a lot of great that's a, names. That's, Taco? That's his name. Priest? Priest, Priest Lauderdale was his name. Like Manute's That's, that's a good the name, name they gave him, <laughs> apparently. Uh, yeah, maybe they thought he would... Uh, grow up in the church or something like that but uh, nope apparently yeah, not size of a church yeah uh, shout out priest lauderdale there was priest holmes back in the day as well that was a good name so hold on he's from right, chicago like do you remember like wow this guy <laughs> no no <laughs> no i yeah. mean uh priest lauderdale i think the big the, the big name back uh back when priest lauderdale was in high school would be like Richard Griffith, who was another, like, okay. barely had a little cup of coffee. Thomas King, I think, was another big guy back in the day. Uh, but Priest Lauderdale, I mean, he's he's between D tier and F tier. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking more of a D or I, an F. He, 37 I, games, so certainly he's played, or 74 games, sorry. So he's played a little bit more uh, than Taco has. Certainly more than Simbular, our only F tier member thus far. I guess, I guess I'm fine with D. <laughs> but I would go. I mean, whatever. You want to throw? Up the F. You <laughs> no, want to I don't. I, the don't F, I don't. I mean, is there a W? Whatever category. <laughs> uh, Where do you want to put him? Yeah, he did. He got yeah. around uh, the globe. He's a real Lee Ellis. He played <laughs> everywhere. Oh, oh. He played so many teams besides the NBA. I can't even count that high. It's like double digits. Okay. Um. So I'll throw him in D. He's a worldly, worldly man. All right. he, he's flying. He's not flying first class when he's taking these flights either. No, 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 maybe, no, no. Maybe he's getting not. the exit row. God, you would when hope he's so. playing, when he's playing for Saba Mare Cavzin and Al Nasir and the Shandong Lions, the Myram Turan, BC Kurnomorets. Um, he's a Bulgarian citizen. Does a lot. Hypothetical. Okay, hear me out on this. Uh, you're flying from Atlanta to, to Priest Fort Lauderdale. No, <laughs> no. you're, fly, Sorry, you're flying. To, you're flying to. from Atlanta. <laughs> you're going to Greece, okay? Okay. okay? Yeah. You're going to Athens. He, he played in Greece. There you go. Uh, so it's a long flight, is what I'm getting out here. Uh, mm-hmm. It's overnight. Let's say you are in the exit row. Mm-hmm. Priest Lauderdale walks up to you, or a man <laughs> of his size, seven foot four. He's, like he would, you would, you in a in a plane. He is like bent over. He's hunched over because otherwise head hitting the top of the plane. Mm. And he says, "Hey, man." I'm I'm like one I'm two rows behind you. It's the same thing. It's a it's an aisle. It's an aisle. Can we swap? Cause like, uh-huh. and he just goes like this. And he goes he like just... this. Like he's in the plane, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he asks you that. He goes like, oh, what do you what do you what are you saying? I am saying you, sir. What do you do for your What do you do for your profession? <laughs> okay. Are you going to play basketball yeah, in Greece? Yeah. I will take a couple free tickets in exchange. Okay, for so you want season. something? Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Gonna barter right you got there. Got a barter at eight yeah. o'clock at night here on our transatlantic flight. Well, he needs to flight. get to bed. 
<laughs> he needs his rest. He needs his shut eye. I don't. Okay, so you're doing it, but you'd like I a little say, something exchange. Yeah, I'd say okay, back in. Yeah, currently, like a, a current plane. I think there's enough current room. Plane. Uh, current plane. What do you most mean current planes. Room? For who? Him? No, not for him. Oh, for me. Okay. I'm thinking about myself. I would say uh, back in the when he played. You could be knee to, I mean, it happens on different planes, knee to seat, even as me, regular-sized yeah, yeah, person. True, same. True, true. I but have... now I think there's a, there's enough room even in the in the crappy seats for me. So I'd, I'd be okay with okay, it. Okay. You're swapping? Yeah, yeah, but could he perform the duties that you are required to perform <laughs> when you're sitting in the exit row? I'd have to ask. Oh, I'd have to get yeah, a verbal I mean, yes. A verbal. How do you get he by He may not him? be able to. Yeah. He has to open the door and help escort people out. But he could be like a ladder. Oh, that's true. He could, he could, yeah, he he could, could just, be the slide. Sl- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm fine with it. Okay. Yeah, D. Uh, D. D. You may get On that up. note, D. Yeah. All right, I like that. Yeah, he's up <laughs> into the D because he would be very helpful <laughs> in an exit row, I suppose. But let me tell you, if I'm flying Spirit or Frontier and I had to pay for that exit row, you got to pay me, priest. Okay. Put that money in my palm. All right. All right. I think we got our first S-tier member. Our first Hall of Famer, seven foot six, three hundred and ten pounds, from China, Yao Ming. Hall of Famer, eight-time All-Star, five-time All-NBA, made the All-Rookie Team his rookie year, two thousand two, two thousand three. Only eight years in the NBA. Yeah, for yeah. Yao Ming, less than five hundred games. Yeah, exactly right. Four hundred eighty-six games, as you see there, nineteen points per game. Uh, he was hitting the glass, nine rebounds per game, almost two blocks per game in his career. Only 20% from three. I guess I would have just thought more. Like, not like he was taking a lot, but he had a nice little jumper. He had a good-looking shot, yeah. Yeah. Uh, People say it would be better if he played in today's NBA. The NBA is a lot faster now, even than when Yao played a decade ago. But, man, it would have been awesome to see him actually, like, get to play through his 30s. Yeah. Uh, He is S-tier, no doubt, uh, because of all the accolades, incredible numbers, uh, even though it was a short career. But, like, isn't Shaq on record saying, like, he was like the toughest guy to play. Yeah, it's like that. That was the toughest guy I ever played. That uh, was an awesome matchup. They had like their first yeah. on, uh, Christmas Day, right? Yeah, Yao versus Shaq. So very cool for for giants. that reason alone. When you got the big Diesel saying that, um, yeah, he was he was uh, as the number one pick to a lot of like, of course hype, but then people like ready to like, oh, this will be this guy will be a bust. Like yeah. he won't be able to hang in the NBA and like to put up like an awesome awesome career where he's averaging basically 20 and 10 uh for his entire career um didn't have a lot of playoff success but he's true. good <laughs> true. Good. that was uh, unfortunately true for the houston rockets yeah. back in the day 52 and a half percent from the field great passer from the elbows yep. yeah 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 it was awesome uh to watch and very funny off the court and you still see a ton of pictures like to this day of Yao just doing things with normal sized people and it always oh. looks hilarious I, f- I feel like there might even be a twitter account that's like Yao Ming doing things or something along those lines. <laughs> I remember one of my favorite photos when I was uh, blogging for Ball Don't Lie was like Yao Ming running on a track mm. and he had his shirt off and like there's other people running and it it looks it just looks hilariously photoshopped like it's like doesn't look real because the size of him and just him running even <laughs> on a track is a weird visual uh, so uh, yeah, yeah all, all the photos I mean even photos of him beside Shaq Oh yeah, and Shaq looks like, like a, not a child, but he looks like a normal human. <laughs> he looks like yeah, he it's looks crazy. like he's six foot ten yeah. or something like yeah. that. So, S tier. Yeah, easy S. I do. Easy, easy S. I know there were uh, 
some people who had a problem with him being in the Hall, hall of Fame yeah. because he did only play eight seasons. Yep. Uh, but the the cultural impact that he had, the fact that he came in and, as we've said, he, he proved everybody right uh, as a number one pick. He had incredible touch. He was mm-hmm. so fun to watch. He was so ridiculously hard to play against. Yeah, his knees didn't do him uh, justice to play into his 30s. There it uh, is. But, but he... <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> These women jogging in the background are like up to his chest. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, there's a, yeah. now is there a little Lord of Rings, uh, you know, uh, depth perception going on because he's closer to us here in the lens? Like, yeah, a little bit, but Not his, a ton. his legs, like his legs look like the size of them. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they look just like one leg. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> I like how he's going the other way, too. Yeah, that, that part's important. <laughs> NBA socks, basketball shoes on the court, just to make it uh, legit. Yeah. Practice oh, how you play. That's so good. good. He got out of the NBA at a good time. You know, he didn't. He wasn't too injured. Uh, <laughs> you know, he could still move around. Uh, he was he was ridiculously good. Yeah, he only made the second round that one time. I was just looking at that. He only played in 28. 20- Eight playoff games? You know, it was the Tracy McGrady, Yao Ming Rockets that didn't advance, but he got there that one time. They had that crazy win streak that one time. Uh, Nate Robinson blocked him that one time. I remember that. That was yeah, a, yeah. that was yeah, pretty that was wild. Uh, oh he's my towering God. over Shaq. That's nuts. <laughs> Shaq looks like he's a shooting guard. Yes. Right? Like, that looks like the normal height difference from Shaq to Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Or something and like now that. we, I don't think, I, I think I'm speaking for everybody here. We haven't been around Yao Ming ever, like at NBA right, TV yeah. or like at one of these All-Star Weekend events mm. stuff. But like, we have, of course, been around Shaq and done stuff with him. And it's like, that is, I am trying to wrap my head around knowing it's how hard. big Shaq is. Yeah, it is hard. And then, like, there's another man that's like, feels like <laughs> twice the size of Shaq. It's, uh, Wild. That's incredible. You could hear Yao saying to Shaq, don't be like a baby. Because <laughs> where, where is that quote where from? Where is that from? Because that's an old, old basketball joke. Oh, my God, yeah. Don't be uh, like you, a baby. Uh, the, he said it in, maybe he said it in a commercial. That's yeah. a quote from I think, Yao. I think it was a commercial. I think it was. he's saying, uh, don't be like, don't a, be baby. like a baby. <laughs> I can see him saying it to Shaq. Who, uh, yeah. Shaq, Shaq always said, like, Yao was tough to play against but he also would say Bryant Reeves Bryant Big Country Reeves yeah. would always get him would always get him He Big Country Reeves isn't going to make this list he wasn't big enough uh-uh. uh, Shaq just hated it when he like lined up for the tip he's like god damn it, this guy's bigger than Somebody me bigger this guy's than me? actually like, try here today no I think he, he hated a guy who could shoot because yeah. because he could yeah. he could push guys around but as soon as somebody stepped could up to step the free out. throw yeah, line, yeah, like Rick Smith, yeah, oh, yeah. screw this guy. I don't want to play against him. Ooh, um, Rick Smith. We could look forward to him on this yeah. list. He's 7'4 oh, plus. What yeah. a teaser. Rick yeah. Smith's coming up later. Stick around. <laughs> Stick around for the Rick Smith's discussion. Okay, so uh, yeah, Yao is uh, S tier. Easy S for Yao. Easy S. The, the most skilled and best huge dude ever yeah. in the NBA. I think oh. that's a pretty easy call. Uh, another notable name. 7'7", seven seven, 303 pounds out of Romania. Number 77, uh-huh. George Murasai. Oh, yeah. Most improved, yeah. <laughs> Most improved in 95-96. Uh, Gita, his nickname, and they're going to say that his nickname is My Giant because he starred in the <laughs> yep. Good movie. legendary movie with Billy Crystal, uh, of course. Uh, but, yeah, George Murasai, 307 career games, 9.8 points per game, a block and a half, 
Great percentages from the field. Led the league in field goal percentage with Shaq in his prime. That's pretty impressive. I think George Mirasan actually was pretty solid at guarding Shaq as well. Mm. A big dude. Kind of hard to figure out exactly where you're going to put him yeah. uh, on the lists here because he's a name that you like. Uh, he's a, <laughs> <they had laughs> he is a, a name I like. He's a name you like. Not only was he in My Giant, they also had a uh, – remember they had like when Michael Jordan Cologne was out, they came out with a Snickers commercial yep. for George Murison Cologne. Very funny. <laughs> Smells like cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is what they said yep. uh, back in the day. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I'll open the bidding with a C tier for George I, here. I don't, I don't mind it. Um, not a long career. No. But a notable one. Six seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Six se- I mean, he played for just two, the two teams there, uh, mainly the Bullets, and then uh, a little bit, uh, you know, basically one season, really. Not even half a season with, uh, when you combine it all together with the Nets. I like a C tier. I do. I mean, again, culturally, very important. Very big. Mm-hmm. Popular. <laughs> Big. But NBA wise, what he was doing out there, I guess, I guess fourteen and ten there? is no joke. Yeah, that's a good uh, and season. leading the league, like you said, in field goal percentage, as you should at that size. But yeah, like see, what do you think, Tash? Yeah, he crossed over with uh, Manute Bull on the Bullets too. They had two giants uh, that they won, that one that one season. Yeah, Bull didn't play much that <laughs> wow that one year. Uh, so that's crazy. I love the fact that we got a guy. You know, rocking his 77 on his chest. I, I like that. You think See, they talked him into it? No, I don't think yeah. they talked him into it. I no. think he. That was his idea. That was his idea. Yeah. 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 After he saw Sean Bradley doing it, it's like, this is what us big guys do. Or, or he's just got that sense of humor. And that's why Billy Crystal is so interesting. Yeah. I, th- I think the latter, honestly. <laughs> uh, he was before. But, I think he was just before. Was uh, or the same time, him and, uh, oh, him and Sean Bradley. 90, same year? 93, 93. 94? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Wow, what a year to be yeah. tall. 93 draft, both those guys. <laughs> I mean, he went really late. Uh, uh, they probably the did draft. it in the draft room. Like, hey, you want to wear 76? I'll wear 77. That's funny. <laughs> uh, little tag team. Uh, yeah, Yorge Murasan. I got him in the B tier. Uh, gentle giant. Um, one of most improved. Going to B for me. Uh, yeah, he's just he's, he's, he's an iconic player. It's sort of like Manute Bold. Screams 90s, screams... Uh, yeah, yeah. Where did we Guys where did we decide on Manupol? Bowl and Bradley are in the B tier, okay. right now. <sighs> Man, is Mira? Um, he he is he is the third member of that big three. Yeah, I do think. Yeah, but B uh, feels high to me. Same for, here. For I like George. I like We're gonna roll a C here, okay. unless uh, unless some points are made. That's fine. What's right. his, okay? Here's uh, honestly, what's his what's his best highlight? Most notable on court highlight. He blocked a guy. No, I don't. I don't know. You know. I can't really think of one. Guarantee he blocked a guy. Don't know. Yeah, but I think injuries. You make a good point. Injuries hurt him. I kind of, I kind of oh, yeah. have him skill set wise. I, I'm kind of putting him in the same category uh, as. Yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe not the same skill set as Sean Bradley, but a 14 and 10 as we said. Oh yeah, that, that's a higher number than Sean Bradley ever hit points per game. Yeah, right, that's, 14. That's true. I think it's not, like not much. The but yeah. bullets must have been like pretty ecstatic with what he gave them like they i bet they just took like the ultimate flyer on him they're like oh this guy from romania is seven seven huge huge looks yeah. like like whatever we'll draft him near the end of the draft like whatever he went probably late second round or whatever and uh yeah then he improved won an award put up decent numbers and then 
a guy that size. Again, I go back to Eaton actually playing so many games. Like, this is what happens with these guys. Exactly. It's Every like me, foot, something, uh, because they're just giants. So, Oh, it. man, I'm starting to talk myself into putting him with that big group in the bees. Look, let's do it. Okay. I think let's do it because, like Ryan is saying here in the stream team, B minus or C plus. We don't have the minuses or plus right, here, but he right. can definitely be a B minus. So I'm willing to bump him up as long as we nice. get some. We need to have somebody in every tier, though. I will say that. <laughs> it has if to we look don't, cool. If, exactly. Yeah. If we don't have a C tier, we won't know who's the average guy. Oh, right, right. Maybe this is the average okay, guy. Okay, okay. Yo, here well, we maybe go. this is the average guy. Seven foot five, 217 pounds from Marietta, Georgia. Chuck. Nevitt. Oh. <laughs> Chuck Nevitt, nine years in the NBA, 155 games, 1.6 points per game, 1.5 rebounds, 0.7 blocks because he's very tall. Won a title uh, with the Lakers in 1985. Oh. Okay. Yeah, Chuck Nevitt. You know, his nicknames are Chuck E. Cheese and the Human Victory Cigar. So you're nicknamed the Human Victory the Cigar? Mm. Yeah. He also, if you, you see a photo of this guy, he looks like his name. Would you like to see a photo of this guy? Yeah. Because this is a... Uh... Yeah, that's a Chuck Nevitt right <laughs> that's there. That's a Chuck Nevitt right there. How many times do you think they had to tell him to <laughs> tuck in the shorts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that's I'm looking at. a lot of thigh. Hey, yeah. Chuck, your testicles showing. <laughs> yeah, you, uh... your chucks are out. <laughs> Wow, what a pick. What That's is- a, this is why I don't like to wear shorts all that often when we're recording podcasts on YouTube because that's what I feel like my leg looks like from the side. It's like you're just seeing that much leg <laughs> for anybody. Why, why are they doing this too? Like, Why did they put him in a box? Yeah. It's a chuck in a box. <laughs> I don't know if that gets him to C tier. I don't Photo. know. Nine years in the NBA. Good is he mustache. the first guy to win a title on our list here? Like I know he, he played. I think he is. I don't yeah. think he did anything. Yeah, I'm sure, he didn't but. do much. He played 11 games for the Lakers okay. uh, that season. Not all that many minutes as well. Okay. Just played. Um, but he's got 59 one. minutes. Of course, he was backing up decent player Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So Chuck Nevitt. I mean, you're looking at a D. You're probably looking at a D for Chuck Nevitt. Yeah, be nice to fill out the letters. <laughs> It'd be but nice to throw him in the seat. I team. don't see it <laughs> no, happening. No, it? No, he's I've, got a title. He's got yeah, a title. He's, he's D, though. I mean, you're shooting 43% from the floor as a <laughs> seven foot okay, five that guy. Is That's natural. That is pretty low. At, at, in this era, yeah. He's a D. Okay. He's, he's a, a D. He's Sorry, a D. Chuck. Yep. Chuck Nevitt. He's a D. <laughs> I, don't All right. have, I don't have anything else on Chuck Nevitt. Yeah, either. we don't have a lot on yeah. Chuck Nevitt. I was uh, talking to my dad today. Shout out to my dad. Happy birthday. He's hey. seven foot five. Happy birthday, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Tall guy, though. <laughs> yeah. He'll, when we get to the – when we rank every dad who's six foot four and taller, he'll – B tier. I would say B tier, all things considered. <laughs> the only thing he had for Chuck Nevitt, he's like, Chuck Nevitt? Didn't he have a mustache? That's the only one yeah. wow. he had. So. Wow. I guess, you know, notable mustache. Ted Lasso. Back in the day. Uh, but, <laughs> Ted Lasso. But was he named Human Victory Cigar after his career? Because was Human Victory Cigar a thing back then in the 80s and 90s? That's a great question. I mean, I Red mean, Arbuck yeah. did it. But it wasn't a nickname, it didn't feel like. Like, I, I feel like this was just added to his name. I don't know. I All don't right. know. Maybe they came up with it. I threw Human Victory Cigar into basketball reference uh, <laughs> just to see what would come up. And it came up with three nicknames. Chuck Nevitt, who played in 1983, followed by Stojko Vrinkovic, and then, of course, Darko Milicic yeah. as well, uh, the Human Victory Cigar so most He was recently. the first. He was the first, maybe. Maybe they were doing it like the Lakers when they were winning, or he played for good Pistons teams, too. Like So it's like, well, here comes Chuck. That's yeah. when cigars were in. Yep. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, you know, because he was the first to get 
the nickname, I may be willing to bump him up to C. That's Ooh, what I'm saying. Okay. Because it's a great nickname. C for cigar. It's not a great nickname. But I mean, it's a, oh, I it's, know. It's a moralizing nickname. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if you're an end of the bench guy, if, you're, if, that's, if that's your role in the NBA, why not embrace it? <laughs> I guess. I guess. Uh, I got D. I'm sticking with D. Well, I bumped him up. I bumped what? him up. Oh, He's got a title, and he oh. his nickname was a great nickname. Yeah, uh, that's a memorable nickname. You'll never forget from this day forward. Oh, <laughs> no, you're right. Chuck yeah. Nevitt, the first human victory cigar. Uh, but the, don't worry, we can we can bump him back down. And later. the photo is great. And the photo, if you're, <laughs> the photo if is you're, great. Yeah, if you're if you're just uh, listening to the pod, jump on over to YouTube to check out <laughs> this photo. I guess this. Did he have? Uh, no. Would he have had the mustache pre Top Gun? First one. No. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Top Gun didn't come out till when? JD, late eighties, right? gotta be uh yeah late 80 i want to say 89 okay yeah uh, chuck 80, had it. no hold on 86 i think it came Ooh. Out. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's gonna be close when did chuck have that stash did he grow it in houston <laughs> did he have it prior we're not sure well, yeah we don't know okay. we don't in, know played in houston twice if we're looking at the page uh i do like the photo though you do see the lighting equipment the the perimeter of the side of the box like you see everything going you know we've been in photo shoots before you see the stuff around the frame oh yeah uh, it's pretty cool really cool really cool stuff i just want to know the reasoning for it like well you and matteo got in a, an empty fridge once yeah. why did you do that uh, for you guys had to, you guys for had laughs to, yeah this is uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Did he scrape Making his knee laugh. up there, too? I think he scraped his knee he up getting in the box. Yeah. There's an abrasion on his knee, yeah. no doubt. <laughs> was, it, was the rest of the team in other boxes? Was it like a Brady Bunch-type scaffolding thing? Where, That's a, you know what I mean? Good call. I don't, I don't know. I, uh, I only searched for Chuck Nevitt headshot. <laughs> for whatever reason, this came up. But there were some other tall dudes on the Rockets. Oh, I was going to uh, say, I don't think then. he overlapped with your Samson's and your Elijah ones in his rookie year, maybe mm. when they came back later on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I do like how it feels like all of these very tall guys play for a team and then come back to that team at the end of their career because mm. it feels like the team was like kind of cool having a super tall guy around. Yeah. Helpful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all also, right, uh, confirmed uh, Top Gun May sixteenth, nineteen eighty six. Eighty six. So. Okay, so we'll, yeah. we don't we have to find out when Chuck grew the mustache. Did he come into the league with it? it but is it your contention that? Top Gun, <laughs> yes, <laughs> made mustaches. <laughs> Tom Selleck, because I, I don't remember that. Tom Magnum Selleck PI. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's early eighties though. Isn't oh, okay, it? Then Magnum. That, so he gets credit for the mustache boom of the <laughs> mid eighties. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess that and porn. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Chuck Nevitt has a different uh, porno name actually. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second. No, I still don't have Fuck it. Fuck Nevin. Uh, okay. <laughs> Did they do that? Uh, he's in the C tier for coitus. Coitus is what the C is for. <laughs> We did way too long on Chuck Nevitt. Right. A lot of Chuck Nevitt talk. This one will be quick. Uh, it was the 21st overall draft pick in 2004 from Russia, Pavel Podkolzin. Okay. Oh. Remember the name. Podkolzin. Seven foot hopes. five, 260 pounds. Like I said, he was drafted 21st, but I feel like he was going to come over for maybe the previous year's draft, 2003. And they thought yeah. it would be like a lottery pick or something, like a top 10 pick, maybe something like that. He ended up coming over uh, for the 04 05 season, played six games, 
with the Mavericks, 0.7 points per game in his career, 0.2 blocks, but per 36 tests, that's five points per game in 1.3 blocks. Ooh. See ya in the F tier. See you in the F tier, Pavel. Yeah, I had really high hopes. Really high hopes, I remember. <laughs> when he came into the league? Yeah. Wow. Do we have that on tape? Can we go back and find the podcast? And you're like, I'm all in on this guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Bought sure. his rookie cards. Got this his jersey. Guy. This guy's the future. 7-5. Thought he had it. The Mavs loved their Euros, I guess. Uh, and it didn't work out. Because he was drafted by the Jazz, but played with the Mavs. Yeah. Um, played. Played. In air quotes, yeah. <laughs> Didn't happen for Pavel, but I just—I guess I like the name. I like alliteration. Uh, Pavel Pad Colson, maybe that's what got me. Didn't happen. Yeah, and I thought he was going to be a lottery pick too. I guess that's what also swayed me. Great mystery man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great mystery man. Great you know, mystery man. You know, Sometimes... it's always fun. It's always fun. I was a fan. I was a fan of the team that drafted Andrea Bargnani. You know. <laughs> Love yeah. It. I mean, Love sometimes it. sometimes you get a Bargnani. Sometimes you get a Giannis. <laughs> Yeah. Sometimes you get a Pavel Podkolzin. You never know. That's why they're a mystery man. Um, uh, yeah, he. But yeah. he's in the he's in the F tier. He's yeah. a guaranteed F tier. This one is going to be an interesting one because I think that probably this player's reputation is not maybe as good as their resume. All things considered, seven foot four, two hundred and twenty eight pounds, the number one overall draft pick in nineteen eighty three, Ralph Sampson. Eighty four. No. No, uh, 1984. Uh, I'm sorry, the other, that, that was the good Elijah draft. One. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, Ralph Sampson, though, a Hall of Famer, four-time All-Star, Rookie of the Year, his rookie season, 83-84, All-NBA, that next year, 84-85, made All-Rookie, obviously, won an All-Star MVP. Damn. 456 games in his career, 15 points per game, 1.6 blocks, shot 48% from the field, He's probably in the Hall of Fame mostly because uh, he's one of the great college players yeah. of all time. But honestly, like when you look at four-time All-Star, Hall of Famer, yep. All-NBA, Rookie of the Year, that's pretty solid as well. I was going in thinking maybe Ralph Sampson's more like a B-tier, but when you look at it, I could I could hear a case for an A-tier for yeah. Ralph Sampson. Yeah, I was thinking 84 because he came out hot that mm. first year, 83-84, and obviously injuries. Destroyed his career. Yep. Um, he was yeah, out of the gate. Many people talk about him being yeah, one of the giants that were so good in the 80s because of, you know, 20 and 10 right out of the gate, two straight seasons. And then, it, yeah, it, it declined because of injuries. Four straight all-star appearances, as he said. And that's why he was put in the hall because people understood that if he didn't have the injuries then. Right. He would have been an all-time player. I bet. You could put him in today's game. I could see him uh, flourishing because he's yep. very, very athletic for being 7'4". Um, yeah. A feels right, like you guys are saying. Like, what a start to his career. But then injuries, catches the injury injuries, bug, man. and it's sort of over. Ooh, yeah, so, yeah, I go A. I go A, it feels right. You can't be S-tier. Can't be S-tier. Because um, just, you know, even though, <laughs> which is crazy because, like we said, like, Yao played basically the same amount of games, yeah. which is really weird when you think about it, but... I'll go away. Yeah, uh, I think that's right. He's got to be behind Yao because Yao, even if he only played nine seasons, he was good through like eight of them, whereas Ralph Sampson here was good through his first five seasons. His last four, not much was happening as he was battling injuries. So I'm pretty happy with a, with an A tier for Ralph Sampson. Pretty uh, crazy to think, though. So that he plays the one year, then they draft Akeem Olajuwon, and you have like 
these two guys that are <laughs> like you know okay Akeem not as tall as Ralph Sampson but these guys are averaging 20 and 10s and just like the twin towers there it's like wow <laughs> that's a pretty amazing fun team yeah. to watch uh when they were healthy so yeah. 11a yeah and they got to the finals together uh and he kind of he gets bumped up. He's an easy A, I think, for me because of the athleticism too. Like every single guy that we talked about here so far, I think he's probably the guy who's got like the, I mean, athleticism. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It just you know hops, getting really coordinated. Yeah, just getting after it. Yeah, that's why he was drafted number one. I I think that's right. Uh, little known fact too, in looking at that team, that eighty four eighty five Rockets. Mitchell Wiggins was on that team. Nice. Father of uh, Andrew Wiggins and Nick Wiggins. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, from one RS to another, Rick Smiths is our next candidate. Seven foot four, 250 pounds. Second overall pick in the 1988 NBA draft. Only a one time All Star. He made all rookie, uh, his rookie season. 867 games for Rick Smiths. I think that's the longest career so far, isn't it? Uh, 12 ye- years at least. Yeah. Mark Eaton, I pretty so. close. Mark Eaton, but, pretty close. Yeah, in terms of games played. Um, but yeah, 15 points per game for Rick Smith. Six rebounds. He averaged 1.3 blocks, 50% from the field. Averaged double digits per game for his entire career. That's this, this guy impressive. was mad consistent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually surprised only one all-star team. I know there Me was too. a lot of really good centers back then. I, that's probably yeah. why. But, uh, man, like 18.5 per game, seven boards. In the 95-96 season, Rick Smith was really good. <laughs> he was. Rick Smith was good, okay? Yeah. That, that, see, yeah, really good on certain nights, but, like, yes. just he was good. Yes. He almost reminds me, like, not games how they play at all. So, like, take that off the table. But, like, just, like, hey, that's a good center, but maybe not a great center. He's, like, he's like Jonas Valanciunas to me. Yeah. In the sense, okay. like, you're just, like, you know, plug him in, and you know what you're getting. He's not going to probably go for, you know, big 30 and 20 type games, but... He'd give you 15 and 10. Uh, you know what you're getting with Rick Smith. You know what you're getting with Alan Tunis. So uh, he's this is a tough one for me, too. It's, it's like I think at the lowest he has to be a B. Definitely. A, definitely. He's starting in the B. Yeah. Starting in the Bs. Could he get talked up to an A? Is he on the Eaton and Samson level? I kind of feel like depends what you look at. Longevity. He's got it in spades. The fact that he played every night, every single night, double-digit scoring. Uh, an all-star. And I thought he would be an all-star more than once yeah. as well, thinking about those great Pacers teams. You know, it was uh, obviously Reggie number one, but I, I feel like he was sort of the rock at the number, mm-hmm. you know, two-ish position uh, for several of those years, getting to the NBA Finals. Great, greatest Skill. player ever from the Netherlands. Hilarious hair, great nickname. Not Francisco Elson. I mean, there hasn't been many, many (laughs) Dutchmen. Dan Gedzerich. That's good call. (laughs) Sven Nutter. Okay, Ricky. Okay, Ricky. Uh, These are all positives, though, for Rick to maybe be bumped up. Definitely. These are all positives. And and I I think you you, let's not gloss over it. Like he's playing in an era where there are like there are like six, seven Hall of Fame centers. in that era, like that's got to count for something. He's going against these guys every night, holding his own at the very least. Also, I was a little surprised to see his game high. It's like Rick Smith did have a few uh, forty burgers in him. Uh, <laughs> so good for him. I Rick don't... Smith's had a forty burger. He scored forty four once. Rick Smith. That's pretty weird to me. Yeah, but um, he also had a shaved head once. That was pretty strange as well. Yeah, I liked him with the the wispy hair. Yeah, the wispy hair with the with the wispy I mean, mustache as well. I mean, he was a mullet. 
That was a straight up mullet. Let's call yeah. it what it was. Sure. <laughs> uh, it was an 80s, 90s mullet. <sighs> What's the stream team saying here? Are we going to the A? Are we going to the A for Rick Smith's? Uh, that's the thing. To me, he's like, I don't know, maybe the sixth or seventh best center when he played. Yeah, but like again, there was just so got many good centers. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. An all star, does it? Do you got him ahead of Manute Bull, Sean Bradley, and George Murison? Skills wise, skills wise, yes. yes, no doubt about it. Yes, but he wasn't in Space Jam. No, but come nor on. was he in My Giant. <laughs> and he well, never yeah. took a picture with Manute, with Muggsy Bogues. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, those are all knocks. Sure. Uh, I but, feel like all stars go in that A category. Bump him up. I, I, he won I'm, an I'm award. A, I'm A. All right. He played I'm a in. long career, really consistently, we said, when you consider the, who he was going up against. Um, he, was, he was the second uh, second best player on the Pacers teams, right? Yeah. A lot, oh, yeah. A, for I, several, the yeah. second most skilled players, you know, you had the Davises, uh, you know, Jalen and, and Chris Mullen, you know, came and chipped in, but he was the second guy on a finals team, you know. Yeah. So that automatically puts him in the A category when ranking seven foot four players in taller. Yeah, I like I it. I, I, I like yeah, I like A. A tier for for Ricky. A tier, A tier for Ricky, and I think uh, our last uh, seven foot four candidate is going to be a quick discussion as well. Seven foot five, two hundred and seventy five pounds from Serbia, the 39th overall pick in the 03 draft. Slavko Vranic. Who? <laughs> Slavko Vranic. What? One NBA game ever for the oh. Portland Trailblazers. Did he do anything? He fouled. <laughs> he missed the shot and he fouled for a career PER of minus 20.4. Yeah. So I'm going to open the bidding with B tier here. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I, think, I think we got enough, guys. Yeah, I wow. never. A cup of coffee. I got to be honest, never heard of him. No. Did you know who he was? No. <laughs> I did not know. I saw his age there at 39. I thought maybe I would know him, but uh, nope. Played in 04? Yeah. Played January 8th, 2004 was his NBA debut January and also 8th. the end oh. of his NBA career. January, tough time I'm... to make your debut. Yeah. Uh, January, Dog days. January 8th, 2004, uh, I was playing bocce. Snow bocce. That's why I missed his debut. <laughs> he was busy with snow bocce. Yeah, that's obvious. Great game. Yeah, I mean, also known a... as curling <laughs> in Canada. <laughs> I was playing snow, snow bocce. I thought, so that was no the last one. No one's ever said that. No one has ever said that nope, out loud. I've never played <laughs> I was it. And I've never snow played bocce. it. I thought, wasn't, there wasn't a raptor who was seven foot four or taller. Who was, uh, I guess I was thinking, uh, what was I thinking? There was a guy. Were you thinking priest in the G League? No. Not priest. Um, uh, Sim. 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 Yep. No, but no. there was another one. I thought not. Zen. Not not tall enough. Not tall enough. Okay, here, not Zendon Hamilton. Not him. So, of these guys that are listed on Basketball Reference, seven foot four or taller, how many do you believe are seven foot four? Or taller? <laughs> now, I actually think the answer is all of them, because I think when you get to that height, you're there's like. You, you don't need to be like, no, man, I'm only 7'2". Like, why would yeah. you? Yeah, you're like, at that point, you're going to be more into being taller than uh, than maybe you even are, I would think. <laughs> yeah, that's a great point because yeah, <laughs> yeah. about- I was thinking maybe maybe George Murison would have lied about his height. Why? Because he sees Sean Bradley at 7'6". He'd like, <laughs> oh, oh. I'm taller. 7'7". Seven, I'm taller. 7'7", seven. Seven, yeah. seven, but why? But yeah. it wouldn't even make him the tallest player in NBA history at that point because Manute Bull was already there. Mm. So he should have right. lied and said seven foot eight. Right. So is Manute officially, officially listed as the 
Uh, like the tallest ever. When we get well, in. he's a, he's a seven seven, right? Yeah. He's a seven seven, and who else did I say was seven seven? Mirasan seven seven. Yeah, that's it so far. That's it, eh? Yeah, I don't know who's the tallest. But I wonder, yeah, when you get yep. into the centimeters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to go centimeters instead of inches. I think it's a little more specific. Yeah, huh. one guy can you know. I mean, yeah, were any of these guys like Kevin Durant that didn't want to be? Well, yeah, want to be Garnett. Yeah, yeah. That's that, but that's why my point is when you get to this height, you, that's. I think if anything, you're going the opposite direction. Well, I'm already one of the tall. Like now, I'm seven five. I was just say I'm seven six. Like who's going to care? Maybe so. <laughs> we got to go back to the combine measurements to to see for sure. Uh, but all, all right. right, let's take a look at our seven foot four ranking tier. Ooh, Shout out to Tier Maker. You can lose a lot of time ranking things on this here website. The S tier, <laughs> only one player, which I think is exactly the way it should be done. Yao Ming coming in as our yeah. only S tier player, a Hall of Famer for his NBA exploits, multiple time All Star, legend of the game, no doubt about it. In the A tier, we've got Mark Eaton, Ralph Sampson. And Rick Smith's a controversial inclusion, I yeah. will say, into the A tier. Yeah. In the yeah. B tier, our favorite, I would say, and NBA fans, general favorite uh, super tall guys, Manute Bull, Sean Bradley, George Murison. If you were a fan in the 90s, you were all about those guys. <laughs> in the C tier, <laughs> Chuck Nevitt. Chuck I, Nevitt's I, I, in the C tier. This isn't bad right now. Yeah, he looks perfect there, actually. Yeah. Yeah, like he won a title. He was a big, tall guy. They would only put him in when they were winning. That's C a perfect cigar. C tier. Yep. C for cigar. In the D tier, we've got Taco Fall and Priest Lauderdale, who played at least in more than one NBA season. <laughs> and down in the F tier, Sim Bular, Pavel Podkolzin, and Slavko Vranic, just a random super tall guy. Right, cup of coffee. That that you know they're <laughs> they're not going to be really probably playing in the future. I guess, I mean I guess. Symbol are in theory could, but could come back. Yeah, probably, maybe. probably unlikely. At least bouncing, you can see him at a summer league. Yeah, or in, in the G League, like you're saying. So of those tiers, which one? It feels like the A tier. You're not maybe loving. Maybe A and B's. Uh, a and B to me seem like they would have a lot of a Venn diagram. I feel like we got a lot of A minus B pluses where they could kind of go yeah. back and forth. Before, like I don't know, uh, who would I bump? I would maybe bump up Manute Bull. Um, into A tier, and I would maybe, maybe drop Rick Smith to B tier. Those are the ones that like are potential switches to me. But I'm happy with the way this I looks. I like it because yeah. I like I like Bull Bradley and George Mirasan in the same. I feel like they really are in the era, definitely in their popularity. Both you know what they did on the court, um, somewhat comparable. I I I think the guys above them, Eaton, Sampson, Rick Smith. I think they were all better basketball players. Um, at their peak uh, and, and pre-injury in some cases uh, than those other guys. So I like it. I'm a, I'm, I'm a fan of this tier right now. Yeah, I'm liking this tier. <laughs> What's the stream team think? Stream team, go ahead and make your own list. I shared the link uh, in our chat here. We'll also be putting it up on Twitter and wherever else to find it. You can make your own 7'4 ranking lists. Uh, most people are asking about Arvita Sabonis, but he was 7'3". So. Oh. <laughs> haven't even heard of them with regards to this conversation <laughs> unfortunately but let us know what we got wrong let us know what we got right who's too high who's too low make your own tiers thanks to tier maker like i said that's in the chat right now we'll put it up on twitter feel free to leave us a comment or tweet at us at no dunks inc or send us an email at no dunks at theathletic.com let us know if you like this sort of a podcast maybe some ideas 
for what we could rank next. We just did an hour on tall guys. On talking about tall guys. An hour on talking about tall guys. It's summertime, baby. It flew by. That's exactly right. I thought 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 we were halfway done the list when we got that guy I've never heard of. Wow. Oh, uh, Larry the Bird wants a shorties list. Shorties list. Yeah, it definitely makes sense. I don't know what the cutoff will be, but I don't know, like... Five, five, thirteen ten. to five, yeah, nine, like five, thirteen ten. to fifteen names. Fe- yeah. feels like the right yeah. sort of uh, length for this. So under twenty guys, like yeah, under twenty guys is exactly people. right. Because it's nice, you get some some that you're gonna chat about for a while, and some yeah. that are just really quick cups of coffee. So send us some emails, let us know who else we could possibly rank and why, and maybe even a name <laughs> for this. Like this could probably have a name. I heard you got to get a name, and then JD will make you these sick intros. Oh, <laughs> a name for this just idea. Yeah, r- ranking things. Uh, the, the Buckets Boys do this, right? Uh, Zach and uh, Sean. Yep, I know they yep, do yep. Uh, some S tier stuff, but so we can't like we got can't call it S tier. No, no, no. We got something else. But yeah, we need another. Give us an idea. Name. Yeah, what send about, us some names. What about Sigma tier, JD? I learned. Uh, I guess S is the top of the rankings, but I just learned about the word Sigma with the Greek letter Sigma. Like there's an alpha male. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but there's also there's Sigma, which is betas, is gammas. But uh, my kids now have—I don't know if this is a thing or if it's just among my kids or their friends. Sigma, it's like like, like that's sick. No. no. Oh, it's a lone wolf. Because I'm like, like that's so far away of, from all the person. rest of them. He's oh. like, exactly, Dad. Exactly, it's a lone wolf. Yeah, Sigma's way down in the alphabet. Yeah. Where did yeah. it come from? Mm. Oh. You know. Yeah. I thought the S in the S tier stood for Snowbachi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game. It's a pretty easy game because the, ball, the, bo- the bocce ball doesn't roll a lot. It just drops in the snow. <laughs> People are saying they want us to rank the best Snowbachi players oh. of all time. Oh. I got Tass in the S tier. I was the only one I've heard of. I played with a man named Michelle. He was great. He knew his way around a Snowbachi court. <laughs> Subscribe yep. to The Athletic for a dollar a month right now at theathletic.com slash no dunks. You'll get all the best sports writing in the world. That's where you can learn a ton about snowbocce players. <laughs> you can also listen to any and every athletic podcast ad-free on the app, including the Dunky Boys here. We're back tomorrow at 11.30 a.m. Yeah, we're bumping. Yes. Eleven thirty a.m. Eastern. A little rain delay. <laughs> Low rain delay. <laughs> yeah, uh, JD's got some things to do Kat? at ten Eastern. Sorry, JD, I'm not putting it on That's you. You're a busy man. Uh, but eleven thirty Eastern. Uh, Talking ball, <laughs> baseball. Is uh, Kenny Beach up? <laughs> You better believe it. Oh. <laughs> Baby, that's tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. Eastern. Still got a couple of days to watch Rise on Disney Plus before Friday's episode of yep. Film Session. I think that one is scheduled for 2 p.m. Eastern on right. Friday. We're all over the place <laughs> here in the yeah, summer. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, is Kenny Beecham on that one? No, but somebody else Betty's might be. not. Different special guest. Somebody else that uh, would possibly make uh, uh, the S tier of the shorties list. <laughs> and that's what we call a teaser. Until next time, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Uh, thanks for joining us. And remember, I found a tolly in Raptors history. Okay. Didn't quite make 7-4. Seven, 7-3. Seven, also uh, a European fella. Long name. High draft pick. Rasho Nesterovich. You were a little too Russia with that guess. No, he wasn't. He was, <laughs> yeah, Russia wasn't that big, uh, but it was a good guess. Good guess. He was a number twelve pick what? in the '99 draft, but just didn't cut it. '99. 
Who is it? Alexander Radojevic. Oh, oh, nice one. Radojevic. Uh, Brace the day, people. <laughs> <laughs>